Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. But there's been a lot of shenanigans, and we can't uh, stand for that in our country. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Getty. Anybody seen the uh, the white flash? I'll put my ear to the ground. Hold on. I thought I heard the uh, the hoofbeat seconds ago, but I could have taken a header in the newsroom. It's happened. Hmm. The cowboy boots don't have the best grip on the bottom. Sometimes, no, indeed. You take a corner too fast. And... Yeah. Hey, what do you know? There he is. Live! <laughs> Dimly lit room, etc. Friday, under the tutelage of our general manager. Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> uh, vote counters again. <clears throat> Donald J. Trump. Yeah, I was standing out in the hallway watching uh, news coverage. And I saw the light come on. Indicating that we're on there. Yes. So people could listen to us. Here's the news. The show's <laughs> begun. <laughs> I was watching John Roberts on Fox, and he was uh he was uh he was uh, not really buying uh not really buying the uh the hubbub, so the the president's uh allegations yeah. specifically? Yeah, he said at some point they're gonna have to show some evidence of yeah. all these things. And he well, said, will. he said, I remember in 2000 when I was covering this, there was lots of evidence being presented immediately. Uh, people showing the butterfly ballots and in uh, interviews with, you know, tons of people and that uh, didn't understand the ballot and all that different sort of stuff on both sides. Mm-hmm. And that there's not that sort of thing happening this time around. Um, and and it, oh, the other thing uh, I thought was interesting, um, John Roberts said on Fox was he said, it's clear the president believes he's going to lose through the ballot counting, and that he has accepted that, and it's now going to be a legal challenge to get him into the, uh, to take the presidency. That was John Roberts' take on Fox. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. Well, as usual, uh, the president has spoken, and his, his thoughts and ideas are over here somewhere. The mainstream media has responded, and their coverage is utterly, unforgivably biased, and... As usual, the truth resides somewhere in between, You know, in I, my opinion. One thing I was thinking about yesterday, I've said this for, for a long time about the left. If I'm on the left, my, uh, what I would be, my, my mantra would be, let's be great. Let's be just as unbiased and calm as we can be. Because if this guy's as bad as we say he is, we don't have to, you know, hide stories or exaggerate, that only does us harm. Right. Let's just be completely unbiased. It, it's basically the way Joe Biden ran his campaign. No, 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 no. Let's say he's corrupt and a racist and a vampire. Yes, a vampire. Kill the vampire. Right. Yeah, you're right. They undermine their own credibility. Today has been insane in, ter- in terms of the news coverage. They have already adjudicated every single claim and found them to be false without adjudicating them at all. It's just an immediate, uh, the president's wrong on every count, Jim. I mean, wait, wait, wait now, wait now. He may be out of bounds or even nuts, but you can't 
prejudge it all. Hey, is it fair to say that uh, each state is different? Oh, yes. 100%. Oh, that seems to be lost to me. That, you know, there's there's a, a handful of different scenarios, different states. And then even within those states, you have different towns and counties. Yes. Um, yeah. I would throw this out there. I wasn't aware of this until this morning as I was watching news standing out in the hallway while this show was already started. Um, uh, Doc is pay, Hanson. There has been somebody to go go to jail in Philadelphia this year for vote fraud <laughs> already. I mean, it's in the government. And the Secretary of State went to jail a year ago or something like that? Is that right in, in Pennsylvania? In Pennsylvania. I don't know that story. Yeah, I'll have to dig that up. So, th- so they do have a history of uh, of uh, a recent history of having mm-hmm. fraud problems. Yeah. Of course, none of that's going to matter if Trump loses Georgia and Biden has closed the gap in Georgia, and that's run by Republicans all over the place. And uh, if Trump loses Georgia, he's lost. And, you know, you can argue about Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona later if you want to, yeah. but it doesn't make any difference. It is worth knowing that all the higher-ups in Georgia are Republicans. Not in Atlanta locally. Obviously, if you sure. know anything about Atlanta politics, but it is at least unlikely that they would get away with crazy hijinks under the eye of the Republican leadership of the state. That's why I was throwing out the idea that each state is a different scenario. So right, if, indeed. if Trump wins Georgia, which doesn't have some of the claims coming out of it that they have in Philadelphia, for instance, mm-hmm. then it's over. Yeah. And whatever went on in Philadelphia, it could have been as as mobbed up as could be, but it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to throw out, what was the other thing I was going to throw out? Well, while Trump, you're thinking Georgia. of that, we've already waited too long to, to repeat the plea of the Michigan Attorney General, please stop telling the poll workers to shove Sharpies up their butts. Okay? Apparently, there's... Uh, she actually made a statement the other day. These are hardworking, nice people, and I quote... Please stop her making harassing and threatening calls to my staff. They are kind, hardworking public servants just doing their job. Asking them to shove Sharpies in uncomfortable places is never appropriate and is a sad commentary on the state of our nation. I agree with that in large part. So the decision to insert a Sharpie in one's rectum is entirely personal. And to urge someone else to do it is none of your business. I'm going to start commenting that way when people say crazy things on social media. That's a sad commentary on the state of our nation. That somebody would say this sort of thing. Oh, boy. Oh, the other thing I was going to throw out about Georgia, um, and now I've forgotten it again. That's the just the great thing about being this age. Yeah, but you'll forget that you've forgotten about two minutes. I know I had a really good point. It's uh, run by uh, Republicans. Uh, yes. Oh, nothing surprising is happening. Also, I think it hurts the narrative. It, it's not like um, like if it were the other way around and, uh, you know, all the votes are coming in from the urban areas and going for Trump and Biden saying, wait a second. No, all the all, the, the mail-in ballots, everybody expected to be heavily Biden. And the and the votes in the urban areas expect to be heavily Biden. Mm-hmm. So and that's what's happening. Yes. So uh, I will tell you this: this is the problem, and I, I stand by these words. In a, a day when accusations and rumors and and theories are flying around like crazy, should we mark I, your words? I yeah. Oh, mark them. Mark with Joe's a sharpie, w- then shove it up your ass. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, wow. 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 It's really a, so a sad commentary on the state of the nation. So sorry. Was I'm a little edgier than I realized Appar- this morning. <laughs> yeah, my wow. <laughs> 
My calm facade is just its just an inch deep. Apparently. We're like eight minutes into the show. Mark my words. We have to mark that word? That other one? Can we have to mark that one? <laughs> you mark whatever you want. This is America. I'll take the Sharpie and strike that one from the record. Or at least it used to be. What are you going to do afterward? <laughs> Sani- sanitize the Sharpie is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Luckily, there's seas of hand sanitizer everywhere these days. Mark these words. We've been talking about this for months. There are very few places where vote harvesting is legal, but there are lots of places where it happens. You must ban vote harvesting seriously. The idea of mailing out a ballot to every registered voter, whether alive or dead, you don't know if they still live there. Apartment buildings in urban areas that have huge turnover, short occupancy rates. That idea is insane and will lead to, at the very least, and I mean at the very least, the possibility of widespread fraudulent vote harvesting and submission. You can't do that. It, it is a situation where nobody can have serious faith in the vote, in my mind. You just can't. you got giant apartment complexes with 750 apartments. It could easily be that 50 of those have turned over since that person last updated the Secretary of State about their address. Yeah, I wouldn't Times mind. Times a thousand. I wouldn't mind if some massive voting uh, changes happen out of this and everybody comes to agreement and most states think, yeah, we should do this, we shouldn't do that. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, that could be the silver lining in this rather disturbing and angry crowd. Mm-hmm. Cloud, rather. Not a crowd. Crowd, cloud, cloud. cloud. They're angry crowds as well. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. we got to get this uh, show going. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, voting multiple times. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. I'm hearing more and more about Trump maybe running in 2024. Yeah, where did this story come from? I thought that was off the table. Either Donald or Donald Jr. That's that's what I'm hearing. I'm just thinking maybe Kamala versus Trump in 2024. How do you get 70 million or votes, Kamala. though? 70 million votes lose by you know a cat's whisker and not run again. How, how, how do you convince yourself not to run? Uh, either age and health or it's the world's most tiring job. Playing golf sounds a lot more fun. Yeah, he could build hotels and play golf a lot. I'm not sure he wants to. Good question. Yeah, but, you know, we'll all find out together, as I often say. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Just a, a brief view from the left. I know that uh, AOC has a lot of the, the momentum as the... Uh, the, the the next big thing on on the Democratic side but for real like as a candidate for president uh, well that that this is I believe I think she has a lot of the hype but I believe okay. a lot of the actual movement is going to center behind one Stacey Abrams of Georgia um, and she's going to be uh, a, a heavyweight in Democratic politics for years to come just uh just kind of going on the record saying if I'm buying stock I'm buying stock in in Stacey Abrams not AOC always hard to tell though. I thought Kamala Harris was going to be a hot thing. Then she turned out to be a nothing. Then it looks like she's going to be president. So it can come and go quickly. I'll be damned. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday. Thank goodness. November 6th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin shoving the Sharpie of Truth into the hiney of America. What? Precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. 
This country is going to win. That's the way the United States will win. And we think we will win the election very easily. We think there's going to be a lot of litigation because we have so much evidence, so much proof. And as John Roberts said on Fox, you got, you're, you're going to have to pretty soon come out with the evidence and proof to uh, to make your argument for people. And that's on Fox. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, how's mailbag look? It's uh, good. It's still taking shape. It's it's, um, it, it, mm, it, it lost the popular vote bad. <laughs> <laughs> and we got lots of other stuff to talk about. Dang, dang it. There's some, uh, you know, you don't want to doom scroll, especially on a Friday. Oh, absolutely not. There's some not good COVID news around the world. Yeah. Eeps. Anyway, all that on the way. Our text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have breaking news that needs a donkey. With a caveat. Have we ever had breaking news with a caveat? What? The caveat is you've probably never heard of Decision Desk HQ. I'll admit, I'd never heard of it until yesterday. I was listening to a podcast featuring a bunch of people I listen to, and this guy David French, who we've had on before, said, I always have Decision Desk HQ open on election nights because I, they're, they're usually early to go, but you can trust them. Okay, uh, again, I don't know who they are, but somebody I respect him not wanting to be misled. All right. Saying it's good. Decision okay. Desk SQ, HQ says Joe Biden has won Pennsylvania and thereby has been elected the 46th president of the United States. Nobody else has, nobody else has called it. Mr. President, sir. Um, I'm sure the cable news channels really don't want to be wrong about this <laughs> because, you know, they'd be eating crow forever. But, they'd lose the last shred of their credibility. <laughs> but, but, for instance, Fox and MSNBC are saying Biden has taken the lead in Pennsylvania. It's he's not going to be overtaken as they count more and Georgia and Georgia. Yeah, but Biden's not going to be overtaken as they continue to count. So I think jumping to the conclusion that Biden has won Pennsylvania and Georgia and is thereby president is not at all a crackpot and, thing. To and say. their call does not include Biden winning Arizona. Right, right. It's not necessary. Right, yeah. Arizona, if somebody is hoping to get famous in Arizona or Nevada by coming out and making an announcement today, and the whole world would be watching, yeah, your your time has passed. Sorry. Person in Nevada is going to come forward. I got something to announce. Anybody? Yeah, hey, you. Can I get a camera over here? Congrats. You just won game eight of the World Series, (laughs) which isn't a thing. (laughs) Once again, Alaska will be forgotten. But anyway, so, you know, I, uh, well, like I said, if, if, if several networks are saying Biden is ahead in Pennsylvania, he's not going to not be ahead as they count the last 100,000 votes in urban areas. It's over, which, you know, is fine. Right. You know, we could put off mailbag uh, maybe until the next it's segment. It's a pretty but... big deal that it looks like we oh, know for gosh. certain who's president of the United States. I'd say it's a big deal. It's the biggest deal. Uh, I will tell you this. Every single one of the allegations the president tossed out, uh, the serious ones, because there was some nonsense in there, which drives me crazy. As I tweeted, a tight three-minute, this happened, this happened, and this happened, would have been good. 
would have been strong. But as usual, it was, you know, rambly Trump and, and, and he gave his enemies clubs to beat him with. It's just he can't help it. Anyway, of the serious allegations, they need to be investigated to the bitter, bitter end. And anybody who disagrees with that is a bad American, left, right, or center. We have to get control of the voting systems or we are going to lose all uh, faith in our, our institution, our voting st- uh, methods and, and people and, and institutions. It's a serious, serious deal. And what's bothered the hell out of me this morning, uh, today, is listening to uh, the lefty media, which is to say virtually all of media, dismissing out of hand the very notion of making sure that all votes are legitimate. Of but, course but, they but are. But it's like the school closings. It's become about Trump. Right. So if you want to make sure voting is good, you're you're on Trump's side. So I have to be uh, against looking into any voter fraud because Trump is for it. In it's, spite of that being a repugnant point of view. Well, so is closing schools. But right. people are willing to close schools because Trump's for having them open. You know, we can put off mailbag, but I'm going to hit you with the freedom-loving quote of the day from uh, Aldous Huxley. Uh, what a coincidence. Uh, dovetailing with what you just said. At least two-thirds of our miseries spring from human stupidity, human malice, and those great motivators and justifiers of malice and stupidity, idealism, dogmatism, and proselytizing zeal on behalf of religious or political idols. Yeah, and it's hard to always even see it in yourself. Um, sometimes you don't, you can't even tell when your, your own uh, biases are misleading you. So, but... Speak for yourself. I have none. (laughs) Uh, So we got more on the way. We'll get to mailbag eventually. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. An outfit called Decision Desk HQ has called it for Joe Biden and say he is now the 46th president of the United States or will be on January t- uh, 20th. Um, no, Nobody else has called it, but everybody else is saying, the Wall Street Journal, Fox, MSNBC, everybody you look at, that Biden has taken the lead in Pennsylvania. There's no way Trump's getting that lead back as they continue to count. I think there are, when I got up this morning, there were 100,000 votes left to count in urban areas, mm-hmm. mail-in ballots that are going to be heavily Biden. So he's taking the lead. So he is going to win Pennsylvania and Georgia. He is going to be the next president. I don't see how that's not the case. I'll be darned. So uh, if any other outlets call it, we'll let you know. But Mailbag. Oh, wait a minute. Yes. There you go. This is all, this I is thought, all yes, messed up. We're still going to pull it off. Is, is that, that three weeks in a row? I think it's three it weeks is. in a row. That's never yeah. happened before. I need help. Yeah, good I've thing there's a vacation it. in a couple of weeks. I've never been so glad it's Friday <laughs> since I was, you know, like 17 years old, tired of school. Before we get to mailbag, we need to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. I'm supposed. Oh, yes, I'm supposed to make an announcement. Uh, on November 3rd, there is an elderly man contest. Uh, <laughs> Which is the kind of fun story your aunt would have posted on Facebook before their algorithms made her a white supremacist. At this point, the best thing Biden can do to win the election is to lose his voice. After they've been closed for a while, it's really hard to get them open again. It was a syrup joke. And to all the liberals in California and New York, you wasted a lot of money. 
Uh, this is a, an extremely flammable situation, and the president just threw a match into it. I think our founding fathers are probably rolling in their graves right now. Uh, dreams of our viewers falling down, and you can hear <laughs> liquor cabinets opening all across this great land. The first thing is, every Democrat just put, put the razor blades and the Ambien back in the medicine cabinet. Uh, there, there were people who were hoping for a big repudiation, and that has not yet come. Bernie Sanders seems like the type of guy who would return a single piece of fruit <laughs> to Walmart and hold up the line for an hour. We're going to go south. We're going to head our way south. We're going to zoom in a little bit. Right there, there's a green patch. We call this Elms Country Club. Back in the day, Elms Country Club is where, of course, Hamilton lost the duel with Washington. Everyone knows this is a huge Republican mainstay. Yeah. As the uh, votes are continuing to be counted and, 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 you know, that sort of thing is going on, uh, I heard, I was listening to some news on the way in, and I was struck by how incredibly accurate that parody is. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly what the guy was doing for real. I can't stop talking. I was told to never stop talking. Keep talking. Zooming in. Need more data. Here, uh, if you look east of Eastmore and east of that, you see a Democratic stronghold. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Now, mailbag, please. Hamilton wants to duel to Washington. Everybody knows that. John writes, one of my greatest joys is the misery of listening to all three hours of your show, hoping you will read my email. It's not going to happen, John, in Vancouver. Not going to happen. Good news for that, gentlemen. There are four hours of mm. the Armstrong and Getty show. Yeah, depending on where you are. And yeah. you can get that fourth hour via podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Hey, la, hey, la. <clears throat> this is disturbing. I'm actually a little bit uh, angry about this, and we need to look into it. A second Armstrong and Getty fan page is being deleted by Facebook. Just wanted to let you know the Armstrong and Getty experience with 2,700 members is now also about to be vaporized by Facebook, the second fan base. Do they tell you why? Um, no. Inappropriate posts or something? They have made the administration, uh, administ- what do you call it, the, uh, the admins, yeah. I guess the hipsters just say admins, uh, approve every post, which is what happened to the A&G listeners group. I wanted to let you know because it's clear your groups on Facebook are being vaporized. Um, and, and it's clearly intentional. They, and they've been around for years. They typically show you examples when, I, at least, I don't know, I'm speaking from Twitter's perspective, yeah. that they'll show you the tweets that have are, are problematic or whatever. So is Facebook do it more uh, like uh, Soviet Union style? I don't know. You just disappear and they don't tell you why, and they don't have to tell you why. Well, Rob writes, this is completely horrifying to me. Try not to be dramatic, but I've seen how this ends in other countries. I I need to know more about this. We need to look into it, Hanson. We we need to take a serious shot at Facebook and and uh, you know get them on the line or the computer or something and figure out what the hell's going on. Well, with we this. we've got to talk about the fact that ABC, CBS, and NBC all cut away from the president yesterday while he was speaking, right? Because they thought he was putting out misinformation. Yeah. So is that what we're going to do now? Well, well that's and, interesting. And listen, how about any, when Barack Obama puts out misinformation about something uh, that's one sixth of the economy? Do you cut away then? or mm, What an interesting example. And listen, if you've heard more than an hour of the show, you already know this. Uh, we're like the reasonable talk radio show. And, and our pages are getting banned? What the hell? Of course, there was some loose talk about the insertion of Sharpies earlier. But Daniel in uh, beautiful uh, Missouri writes, 
Uh, I'd always wanted Donald Trump to run for president since I saw him on the David Letterman show in 2010. He presented different ideas. I've seen interviews with 1990s Trump that are so impressive. His approach seemed logical, not political. The things he said resonated with people. From his candidacy to his inauguration, I was astonished and thrilled. Um, he served and he's accomplished a lot of great things for the country. However, despite his very productive leadership, his words are not always, well, fruitful. In fact, he is plainly a fool. His lips walk into a fight and his mouth invites a beating. Wow. That's from the book of Proverbs in the oh, Bible. I didn't catch that. The Bible! There are a lot of good Proverbs in the book of Proverbs. I hadn't remembered that. His That's... lips walk into a fight and his mouth invites a beating. Wow. Yeah. I've known people like that. Oh, yeah. His, he has overplayed his hand, uh, instigating frequent disputes. Um, sadly, his irrationality outplayed his presidential performance. Uh, okay, yeah, thanks for that that's thought. That's absolutely right. Uh, <clears throat> he'll never believe it, or maybe nobody will even tell him to his face, but if you could have toned it down, dude, like 8%, <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be president again. Yeah. Then there's uh, Randy in North Hollywood. I think it's over for Trump. He goes into the various states. He goes into some of the controversies over voting and says, I'm not sure. We need to see the evidence, which is what any reasonable person would say. Um, All in all, I'm willing to believe people were just tired of Trump. I ought to know. I am, and I voted for him anyway for policy and judges. Someone I know well voted Biden because she told me she just wanted all her progressive fans to stop complaining about Trump all the time. (laughs) How is that for motivation to vote? Maybe if this guy gets in, all my progressive friends will shut up. Um, all I, all he had to do, I feel, was not be a, such a jackass all of the time, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Too much obsession with the media. Ben Shapiro put it best a couple of weeks ago. Trump is like a hammer that swings wildly. Every now and again, he hits a nail, and it's extremely satisfying. But other times, he hits a baby, and it's not nearly as satisfying. Wow. That's, yeah, that's an unnecessarily horrific uh, metaphor there, Ben Shapiro, by uh, Randy in, in North Hollywood. Yeah, thank you, Sean. What a thumb. Uh, Stop the hammering. Jerry uh, writes, has anyone pondered that if the states are using wokists to count votes, there might be issues? Remember, two plus two can equal five. Mm. That's right. My truth, my lived experience is that this is a Biden ballot. All right. Uh, oh, and finally, I thought this was interesting, uh, not not as mailbag per se, but uh, uh, Mike points out that, um, oh, he actually says, I agree with Jack about new COVID-19 cases, meaning very little. I'd like to know how many of them are sick, actually sick. 100,000 new cases equals how many sick? I don't care about positive tests so much. Uh, and then uh, the fabulous Joe and Dayton passed along this. It's it's from his area, but Ohio 7, the TV news station, actually showed, here's the increase in testing, here's the increase in cases. They got those numbers and gave them to their viewers. Hallelujah, it is possible. Not every single newscaster and journalist is a jackass. So do we have that? Yeah, it's um uh, doing the math real quickly. Because we said font the, is, is we microscopic. Hit, we hit a hundred thousand cases on what was it Wednesday, and then had a bigger number even yesterday. But again, I don't know how much more we're testing than we did when it was at its worst over the summer. In Dayton, the increase in cases is seven times the increase in testing. So they got a hell of a wave of COVID washing over. Okay, yeah, but. 
the fact the fact that that's so notable i'm ast- i'm gratified i'm on my knees thanking the gods of journalism that finally somebody did the mind-bogglingly obvious oh this world is strange the other thing i've, oh, ta- that I've taken to how did we to- get here the other thing I've taken to, even if just in my own mind for my own amusement, when I hear a story about how bad it is in Great Britain, France, or Germany, where they're shutting down like crazy, like mm-hmm. really shutting down the country, I, I throw in the uh, additional, because of Trump's mismanagement. Right. That's why things have gotten so bad in Great Britain and France and Germany, because of Trump's mismanagement. Because every bad result about COVID that you hear is because of Trump's mismanagement in the United States. I'm not pretty sure you can't blame trump for it in uh the european countries oh, I where don't think so it's gotten much worse again so the old, watch me try perhaps it just gets bad whether you like it or not no matter what you do the old expression was how much ink was wasted but uh you know i guess it's electrons these days <laughs> how many electrons were wasted on stories that uh, that were omnipresent about how europe got it right and trump's an idiot blah blah, blah. and now europe's got this giant wave going on and they're going full shutdown again. And it's just. We're on for quite a few more hours. I think by the time we're off the air, all the major news sources will have declared it for Joe Biden. And then I wonder how quickly the narrative on COVID and school shutdowns and a whole bunch of other things change. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch. There will be a COVID relief package passed by noon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah, there's lots to talk about. And if you got uh, an angle. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That is the president of the United States. That is the most powerful person in the world. And we see him like an obese turtle on his back, flailing in the hot sun, realizing his time is over. I don't know what kind That's, of commentary uh, that is. Morbidly obese, they say. That is an odd comment from Anderson Cooper, former journalist. Yeah, well, you know, he's doing for a living now what I do for a living, I guess. And so, which is make wisecracks about the news. Hmm. Yeah, but we don't masquerade as America's newsman. Like I was saying earlier, I if I if I'm a lefty, I play everything straight. If if Trump's as bad as uh, as he claimed, play everything completely straight and just let it be what it is, and you'll be fine, right? If he's as bad as everybody says, yeah, I don't get it. In the four states or so that Trump needed to run the table, he now trails in three of them, and it's newscasters over. are uh, hesitantly saying, "I think uh, within uh, hours." We'll be referring to President-elect Biden. Well, yes, yes, it is over. Decision Desk HQ, a website you've never heard of, but I, I'm uh, told is quite accurate and uh, quite careful, um, has called the presidency for Joe Biden for the following reason. He has now taken the lead, according to everybody in Pennsylvania and Georgia. It's over. It's kind of interesting to me that they haven't called it. There's no hurry. I don't, you know, I don't see the need for a hurry, but I'd be interested in why they're holding back. I wonder if you. I wonder if they all don't want to be the first. If you want to be like immediately after Fox does or ABC does or somebody, yeah, which, because it's over. Which speaks to uh, PR trumping principle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you have your methods of calling it and they've been fulfilled, you've done the math and there it is. 
declare it. Well, it's an individual choice. It's a human being that makes the decision. I remember when Tim Russert on NBC had the guts to say, because he was the guy who ran NBC, the news department, um, who said, we now know who's going to be president of the United States, because he had the... The, the the cojones to just make a statement like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anybody wants to do it now and be wrong. They won't be wrong. I happened to be listening to, I think it was CNBC while I was getting some uh, caffeine juice, and one of the guys on there said something that, uh, it was funny, it hasn't come up, and it's self-evidently a great idea, I think. Why are states releasing partial vote totals? Doesn't that just lead people to leaping to conclusion and the ups and downs of it is uh, wildly differing precincts report? Doesn't that just lead to conspiracy theories and craziness? Why do I hear about 60% of the vote somewhere? Yeah, well, maybe... Um, which, which is a great point, unless it were a random sample. And even then, it's kind of questionable. Yeah, we, we really should try to get a handle on what would be the best practices... A lot of people have seen Florida as the model for handling elections since they had such a debacle in 2000. They spent a lot of time and money figuring out how to do it the best way. And they had an incredibly tight race the other day. Had it all worked out, had it nailed down, had Mm -hmm. results right away. Nobody's questioned any of them. So everybody ought to look to the way Florida runs an election and try to do it that way. Cluster bleep of Pennsylvania. Get it together. Oh, my gosh. And I actually saw Jeb Bush tweeted out yesterday. From Florida, he said, after 2000, we took a serious look at the way we did elections mm-hmm. and had a lot of reforms, and that's why we get it right now. Sometimes the Supreme Court. <laughs> oh, low energy Jeb. He's Reason- going to be a chaos candidate, said Jeb. Reasonable man, terrible candidate. Uh, the Supreme Court frequently, uh, though they try to appear non political, they understand what's going on. They read the newspaper. And I guarantee the soups were waiting till after the election to lower the boom on some of the cases that are before them because it would cause too much chaos and uncertainty sure, to it. change anything in just, you know, three days before the election. Can you imagine the Supreme Court says uh, no mail-in ballots or something well, there, like that? It, it, it would be terrible. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. There was a Supreme Court ruling years ago that you can't change election rules uh, close to an election, but it has never been defined what close to an election is. Right. By the Supreme Court themselves. So. so what that was leading up to is I have a very strong feeling some of the looser um, you know, practices that various states engaged in, they will be challenged. Uh, Trump's lawyers are challenging them right now, and some of them appropriately so. I think this will lead to, in both the courts and the state houses, states growing up. And, and acting like adults and figuring out their voting systems. And and we all have to put a serious squeeze on any fast and loose voting practices like the abhorrent, unjustifiable legalization of vote harvesting in California. It's unthinkable. That's the stuff of banana republics, of, of you know, former Soviet dictatorship made up of stands. It's just it's it's abhorrent. Uh, speaking of places that have elections like that, uh, did you follow the whole Putin thing last night? I so, followed a Putin thing. Briefly, there was a story that Vladimir Putin was planning to step down because he had Parkinson's disease. Yes. And that story traveled around the world and was treated with complete seriousness. And now the Kremlin is saying it's absolute nonsense. Everything is fine with the president. Any chance that 
we uh, fired a misinformation missile at him to keep him busy in the midst of election chaos? I hope so. But Wait a second. Where did this story come from? Fake news, Vladimir Putin screaming. Uh, Putin quickly donned his hockey gear and single-handedly won the game 7 nothing. Decided then, to... then fought a crocodile. Shirtless. <laughs> of course he was shirtless. What would he wear a shirt for? You going to throw on a shirt to fight a crocodile? <laughs> Yeah, how how interesting. Huh? Oh, That's here's funny. part of it. Putin recently appeared to be in agony while shifting his legs, according to the footage reviewed by an observer at a speech. Maybe mm. his leg fell asleep. He's 68. He could have arthritis. Uh, other footage apparently showed his fingers twitching as he held a cup that possibly contained medicine. All kinds of possibilities. But uh, he is the sort of guy that, uh, you know, if his health is going south, he's going to Keep it a secret and hang on. 100%. I look forward to the the blurry video of him wrestling what is clearly a man in a bear suit to prove his virility. (laughs) Right. That will be a sign. You know, Sean, we'll appoint you our Kremlin watcher. A guy who's much younger than Putin, shirtless, with a bulb thing over his hair. Wrestling (laughs) a a man in a bear suit. (laughs) As you can see, Putin is fine. That sort of thing happens. Oh, speaking of which, uh, old uh, Fathead's uh, younger, nasty sister has been unseen for months, and now the rumors are that she's been disappeared. In North Korea? In North Korea, yeah. I'm sorry. Fathead is uh, Kim Jong-un. Because the talk was that she might be in charge, and his health was on the decline. He's dying, but he's staged to come back, and she's nowhere to be seen. Well, maybe she was getting a little too much attention for the big leader. And uh, who knows? You got to go, sis. Yep. Anti-aircraft gun time. Shot her out of a cannon or something. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.